Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We're not dropping Tom Brady, are we? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer to talk about some start-sit calls for Week 8. Jamar Chase's unfortunate hip injury and more. But first, let's talk about Thursday's 27-22 Ravens win over the Buccaneers. And we'll start on the Ravens side, where pretty much everyone except Lamar Jackson got hurt. Or everybody who was on the injury report left with an injury. It was a frustrating game. Rashad Bateman suffered a seeming setback with his foot injury. He left uh, in the first half, didn't return. Mark Andrews came in with a knee issue. He actually played and left with a shoulder injury, couldn't return from that one. And Gus Edwards, who was questionable with a knee injury, coming back from the torn ACL, left with a hamstring injury. That was messy. That wasn't great. But Isaiah Likely did look outstanding. Seven targets, six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. If Mark Andrews misses time, how high would you have Isaiah Likely ranked? Well, he's got the Saints next week, and they are currently second best against tight ends, and then he has a bye week. So that's not the best case to be made for him, but he's certainly mm-hmm. going to be in the discussion. He was great in the preseason. Um, you know, I think you look at a guy like Kate Otten can show you the the pitfalls of, of going for these rookie tight ends or these young, t- unproven guys. I don't know the answer to that right now, Chris. I, I would say, you know, borderline top 12 next week. I, I'll, I'll say this. I think I would rank him number three at tight end next week. If Mark <laughs> Andrews was definitely out. Part of that is that there's only like two good tight ends besides Mark Andrews. Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard would be two of them. It would be tough between like George Kittle and him. I just think the way this offense is uses their tight ends, the way Isaiah likely played in the preseason, the way he played this week. I just, I think he's a really good player. I think he might have some standalone value moving forward. I'm going to just go ahead and overreact because frankly, <laughs> it's like Isaiah likely or Pat Fryermuth. Okay, maybe you take Pat Fryermuth, but outside of that, there just aren't any good tight ends. I think I'd start him over TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, Evan Ingram if Mark Andrews is out. So I, I don't, it's an overreaction, but not too much of one is what I'm going to say. And I'm going to, I guess, ask a, another potentially overreacting question, but no, we're, we're not thinking about dropping Tom Brady, right? No, I'm not. He scored 19 points, which is probably going to be okay. Uh, yeah. Probably put him around 15th or so this week would be my guess. Uh, man, I spent a whole week defending Tom Brady, and it's making me look really bad because he did not play well in this game. But no, he still made some great throws. You know, the deep balls to, to Evans, two of them were really great throws. Um, you know, he still looks good enough. He's got the arm strength. He's, there seemed to be some communication issues, man. Like he almost threw that interception in the end zone where Evans and he weren't on the same page. Yep. And they're just a bunch of, something's just not right with them. And, um, I can't, I am not smart enough to know what it is. I'm not dropping Tom Brady though. Um, I, you know what? I really think they abandoned the run way too early in this game. I don't, I don't get it. I, I get it. You know, he's Tom Brady and you want him to throw a lot, but th- try to run the ball a little bit more, help yeah. him out a bit. 
Uh, but no, I'm not. I'm not dropping him. Yeah, this was his third best uh, fantasy performance of the season. Nineteen point one points and six point per t- passing touchdown. You can't touchdown. just drop every quarterback, Chris. Well, Some that's yeah. That's part of the problem is that there's just no good ones. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been rough. We'll move on to uh, the big news item from Thursday. Jamar Chase is out. I mean, four to six weeks is like the the timetable that we've been given, but I've seen some reports that indicate that there might be some fuzziness there. He's got some kind of fracture in his hip, and there's like not a clear timetable. Four to six weeks is what we've heard, but this is bad news for the Bengals offense. We saw you know Joe, Joe Burrow really struggle through the first four or five games of the season when he, opposing defenses were really focusing on taking Jamar Chase away. Now they don't have him at all. I think it's bad news for the the entire offense. Joe Burrow probably more like a top 12 quarterback than a top six quarterback without Jamar Chase. Uh, I will ask this, though. T. Higgins is a top 12 wide receiver, I think, regardless. But Tyler Boyd, would you start him ahead of someone like Deontay Johnson this week? Oh, my God, yeah. But that's okay. an easy one because I'm not. Really I keep forgetting. I, I like Deontay Johnson. When no, he's also else. playing the Eagles. You know, you can, yeah. he's going he's gonna to see a lot of Darius Slay. So that's not where I would. I would. Well, I would. Struggle. What about like Michael Pittman? Yes, I would. I would like to take a hands-off approach for Week One, if possible, of the Sam Ellinger era. But I would say Gabe Davis would be a really tough one. I okay. definitely think you're getting more targets for Tyler Boyd, and we've seen when T. Higgins has been out this year and last year. He's gotten some. He's gotten more production. Like week one was four catches, thirty-three yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. But mm-hmm. seven targets is the second most he's had all year. Yeah, and, uh, T. Higgins has missed three games since the start of twenty twenty-one. Tyler Boyd has eight point seven targets per game in those three right, games. That's, that's a lot for him. games that Higgins has missed entirely. He's averaged seven targets per game in the rest of his games in that time. Right, and then there's some games where Higgins left early with injury. Yep. But so yeah, I think it's going to be a boost for Boyd. Uh, he is facing a team that gives up the like this fewest or second fewest yards to slot receivers, but apparently they're going to move him around a little bit. Yep. So I, I would say he's definitely in the top 24. And if you just don't like one of your wide receivers, you you should start Tyler Boyd ahead of him. Yeah, he's. I, I think he's going to slot in. Like you said, Gabe Davis is wide receiver 20 for me. I've got Michael Pittman 21, Brandon Cooks 22. Christian Kirk, 23. That's kind of an iffy range of wide receiver to begin with. So he might end up slotting right behind Gabe Davis, right ahead of Michael Pittman for me at wide receiver 21. That's going to do it for FFT and five for more. Hayden Hurst, if you can, I think he gets a boost. Go ahead. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Hayden Hurst should benefit from this one. Should get a couple more targets. This offense, I could see it struggling though. Yep. You know, without Jamar Chase's ability to break big plays and take the top off defenses, T Higgins is very good in that regard as well. But Having two of those guys is better than one. So, yeah, yeah I'm a little worried about this Bengals def- uh, Bengals offense moving forward. For more star sit calls and for more on the Jamar Chase injury and all the fallout from that, make sure you listen to the full episode of uh, Fantasy Football today. And we'll be back on Sunday more, actually Saturday, with some uh, waiver wire stashes for you on Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you next time. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.